It's Shut Up Tommy the Podcast, and I'm your host, Tommy Mitchell, here to entertain you with stories, information, and people from your running community. This week, I got Mark Monroe, the lion, the anchor for the Wakanda Olympic team, and we talk about the Mercedes-Benz Marathon Relay. Also, we give our two cents about the new Black Panther movie. So sit back, relax, get yourself a healthy snack, and I'll be right back. So I had a great time in Birmingham, Alabama, participating in the Mercedes-Benz Marathon Relay with my team, the Wakanda Olympic team. And that included Mark Monroe, Tommy Daniels, Cedric Harris, and Demarcus Huff, and myself. Um, we each ran different lengths. No, no one section was the same. Like, I ran about 3.8 miles. I think Tommy was the leadoff. He ran six-something miles. So, you know, it was kind of different for each one. It wasn't an exact amount that each person ran. Um, We ran it in three hours, 33 minutes, and 50 seconds, which gave us a fifth-place finish in the men's open um, out of 43 teams. So I think we did actually pretty good, considering that's the first time I've ever run on a marathon relay. Um, I really enjoyed the camaraderie that we had, not just on my team, the camaraderie with the other teams, the other marathon teams. Now, of course, there were people out there who were running a half marathon, a, you know, a solo half marathon. Um, people were out there running a solo marathon. But, I mean, I was really surprised about how many relay teams that were out there um, running in this. And, you know, basically you were at the location. So, like, I ran the, ended up running the fourth leg. We had a little mix up in the beginning because because of my injury, I was trying to run the shortest leg which would have been the second leg, which was like 3.1 miles, basically. We had buses that were taking us from the start line. So if you weren't running your first leg of your team, the bus will take you to your to your location. So like I was in the second spot, so it took me there. Now, the, the marathon is a, is a loop or double loop. In um, for the Mercedes Benz, which honestly I did not know, which I'm glad I found out because I doubt I'll ever run that marathon <laughs> um, because I would hate to run a double loop marathon. But anyway, so with the marathon relay, the person that was running the second leg and the person that was running the, the fifth leg or the last leg were at the same location for the handoff for the relay. So I had actually gone to the second leg with Mark Monroe. Mark Monroe was running anchor for us. Um, that's the, originally I was going to run anchor before my injury and I just, I'm just not in shape to give a, a performance. The anchor leg was the longest distance out of the three or four distances that we were running for the marathon, uh, relay. And I just didn't have it in me. So I said, I was trying to find the shortest leg. And so the second leg was 3.1. So I decided I was going to go with that one. But there was a little mix up. Demarcus Huff, Buddy Love, he showed up at the same location because originally I had sent out on our little group chat that I had Demarcus or Buddy Love running the second leg. So I had to kind of Uber my way (laughs) to where I was. So I turned out to run the fourth leg. So I was going to hand off to Mark, who was running that last leg. So I Ubered to my correct spot. And, you know, even though I was having a good time hanging out with the with everybody at that first location, the second location was just as good. Um, so basically, leadoff was Tommy Daniels. 
Um, then he handed off to Demarcus Huff, who handed off to Cedric Harris, who handed off to me, who handed off to Mark Monroe. You could time because each person in each team had just one timing belt. So you could kind of see where your runners were. And actually, we did great. I mean, pretty much everybody except for me and Demarcus ran um, a sub sub eight minute per mile time for our segment. Um, so we we did a great job. Like I said, you know, a couple of a couple of little, a little bit more speed here, a little bit more speed there. I think we could have finished in the top three. Now, why do I say we could not have won? Well, <laughs> um, if you have not heard, there's this team called. Uh, the Venoms. Now, the, the the initial Venoms are with Black Men Run. Um, they are the faster runners that run. Basically, it's the Black Men Run that are based out of Atlanta. Now, the Mongoose are the Black Men Run that are based in North Carolina. Basically, I kind of break it down like that. But the Venoms are basically the faster runners um, for Black Men Run based in Atlanta. And they have kind of widened that. I think I talked about a little uh, a while ago. Um, they put together a Ragnar team that went up to the Chicago Ragnar and ended up winning it. And, you know, of course, in Ragnar, you add women as well. So they have some women they've added. So actually, the Venoms brought two teams. They brought a team called the Deadly Venoms, which ran in the Men's Open, which is the same uh, division that we were running in. And then the Venomous Five, who ran in the Masters Open. Now, uh, in our group, the Deadly Venoms, they ended up winning the whole thing. They did the marathon really in, I'm sorry, they did the marathon relay in two hours and 56 minutes and 51 seconds. So they were rolling. We were nowhere close to catching them. <laughs> and when I look at the, the places, if we could have, you know, changed up a little bit, been a little faster here, picked up, you know, a minute per mile here or there, there's a good chance we could have pushed our way into the top three. But yeah, there was probably nobody or any way we were going to beat the uh, the Deadly Venoms. But like I said, the camaraderie was great. You know, Philip King was was at um, the first location that I was at, along with um, Abdullah. He was there. You know, they hollering, shut up Tommy at me. Actually, Philip King, he finding me new listeners. So shout out to Philip um, <laughs> for doing that for me. Um, Ed Walton was on that team as well. Patrick Jefferson and Sh- uh, Shawana White. Now, if you don't know who Shawana White is, Shawana White is actually trying to qualify for the marathon Olympic trials. And she did the leadoff leg um, for the Deadly Venoms. Now, in in the relay, if you ran the first leg, if you ran from the start, the first leg, you could still run in the relay and also run in the full marathon, which she did. Um, And actually, in the end, Shawana ended up taking um, second overall female um, in the whole marathon. And I think she was ninth overall in the in the you know open division or for the full marathon. Um, So she did a great job. So right there, we were already behind the eight ball running against somebody who's trying to uh, get into the Olympics. Now, the Venomous Five, who ran in the Masters Open Division, they won the Masters Open Division. They were in first place. Um, Their team included Kenny Gaines, Evelyn Manon, uh, Regina Barnett, Lamar Burt, and Orenthal Striggles. And actually, Orenthal, uh, Coach O is what they call him, um, he was first in his age group in the marathon. He ended up running the full marathon after leading off for the Venomous Five. Um, he age group 40 to 44. He ran the full marathon in three hours and 16 minutes and 29 seconds. So basically, Coach O was faster 
than my team. But anyway, um, he was first in his age group and eighth overall in, in the marathon. It was great hanging out with these guys. Um, Regina Barnett was actually um, at when I was at the wrong place. She was there. Philip King was there when I was at the wrong place. Abdullah was there when I was at the wrong place. Um, so we were all kicking it, having a good time. Um, when I actually got to the correct handoff location, I hung out with Ed and um, Evelyn, um, who were both there um, for their respective teams. And um, they both, you know, their teams were both ahead of me. So they both took off before I actually got my hand off, but had a great time. The great thing was at first, the weather was supposed to be bad. The weather ended up being pretty good. Um, and um, it did not rain on my leg at all. I think there was some rain during the actual marathon, but it was very quick. It ended pretty quickly. So that was great. But once again, great time, had by all, camaraderie, great. I'm definitely looking to uh, uh, find another relay for the Wakanda Olympic team. I think we're actually looking at doing the um, Raleigh half marathon. They, they do a two-man relay for the Raleigh, the rock and roll Raleigh half marathon. Already, um, myself and Rich Wright, another member of the um, Wakanda Olympic team, um, is already looking at running the two-man in that. So, you know, the relay thing, it's great, especially if you don't want to feel like running a full marathon or if you don't feel like running a half marathon. It's a great way to still be involved. I must admit, doing the relay really kind of gave me my running mojo back because I haven't really been feeling like running. You know, once you kind of get out of shape, it's hard to kind of get that engine going again. But being around different, being around the runners, being in some form of a competition really, really made it great. The The only drawback <laughs> to the relay, because honestly, everything from head to toe of the uh, of the event was great. They they did a great job of putting it on. It was very well organized the the after um, race meal they had some barbecue joint that was delicious uh, they had beer um, there for free um, afterwards which is always makes for a great one um, I want to thank the the hospitality for uh, BMR they had a tent they had a tent set up for after the race and we kind of hung out over there after the race so you know it was great you know the the pictures they had pictures set up for through Moto um, Marathon photo. Um, so it was really great. The only drawback was the the medal for the marathon relay was really, really small. Um, so if you're going for the medal, not, that's not the reason to go for the marathon relay. If you're going to do it, go just to have a good time, enjoy yourself. And you know what? As I'm sitting here thinking, Roy Harris was there. Roy must have been running in place of somebody because basically I got my list of the people from the teams. I just went back and looked at the results. And Roy must have replaced Lamar Burt because I'm looking at the photos now and the only person that I don't see there, and I don't really know who Lamar is, but I recognize everybody else. So I'm guessing Roy must have replaced him. So I'm sorry, Roy, if I forgot about you. I was just reading off the results, but Roy was also part of one of the Venom teams. I guess he must have been part of Venomous 5. That also won. So regardless of what team he was on, he went home with the trophy. Now, the trophies were beautiful. Um, if you're going to go... 
and you're, you're going to win something or you want something to um, to remember the event by, you want to win the whole thing because the medals were small, but the trophies were gorgeous. But once again, great time had by all. Uh, definitely would recommend it to anybody that was looking to run a marathon relay. Um, I've never run one before, but I, I, I can't imagine finding one much better than this one. So I want to give a shout out to uh, one of my... Uh, good friends in the running community, Mike Martinez, or Michael Martinez, the big inspiration, Run Family USA, Mr. 26.2. If you do not know already, if you have not been following him, Mike's design for the Peachtree Road Race finisher shirt, he put it in design, and it has made it to the finals. It is going to be voted on. Now, I'm not sure. He put it on his, posted on his page, and I'm sorry. I'm not sure exactly when you can start voting, but I don't care if you run in it. I don't care if you live in Atlanta. I don't care where you are. Once we see his design, and I've seen it, and let me tell you something. This ain't no charity vote. This design is hotness, straight up. It needs to win. Um, but as soon as you know which one is the design, once they put him out, well, you can vote on them. You need to vote. Now, I went back to just trying to see if any African Americans has ever been a finalist or has actually won the contest. They have their design represent on the finalists or the finishers shirt for the Peachtree uh, Road Race. I don't know. They don't keep that kind of information online anywhere because they don't keep like I was trying to see if they had the pictures of the people who designed each shirt. They just have the shirts. They don't actually have pictures of the people who designed them. So I couldn't find that out. They've been voting on it since 1994 is when they actually started voting on which design they're going to use on the shirts. But when it comes out, I need everybody to vote for Mike Martinez's design. And let me tell you, like I said, I've seen it. It's hot. It, it, I, 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 it, it's got to win. I was actually thinking of not running the Peachtree Road Race this year. I was like, eh, I've, I've run it so many times in a row. I was thinking about trying to find something else to do that month, like go run another race somewhere else. Just to do something different. But as soon as I saw that post, oh, I'm signing up. Because there's no way, if there's a chance that Michael's design can be on the finisher's shirt, I want that shirt. And the only way to get a finisher's shirt for the Peachtree Road Race is to run the race. So I will definitely be running the Peachtree Road Race. I will definitely be voting for Mike's design. Congratulations, Mike. Make to the finals is, is already... Um, mind-boggling for a guy who maybe a couple of years ago, I don't know if even Mike even had that kind of creative mind a couple of years ago to think of something like that. I don't think he'd actually even thought about doing shirts until it kind of took off kind of sideways on him. He just did a shirt to kind of thank people for supporting him in his running journey. And now it's just kind of taken off. And this guy comes up with new designs. I mean, he's constantly working, constantly up, coming up with new designs. Um, Mike is the architect of the Wakanda Olympic team shirt. Um, I'm getting him to set up a new shirt for the next relay um, that I'm going to do up in Raleigh. I'm going to have him do a new design for the Wakanda Olympic team. Uh, because I know if I say, hey, Mike, I need something hot. I need something that looks good. He's going to put it together. I remember last year. During the Peachtree Road Race, he had done a Peachtree shirt. Like, he did one for me and one for Heather. Like, we had matching shirts. 
Um, he did those shirts for us. And I remember him saying, you know what? My design is better than the design they have on the, the finisher shirt. And I was like, you actually, you right. And he was like, I should enter. I was like, yeah, you right. <laughs> so this year I got a message or not really a message, but I, I was reading where they were telling people that you had so much time to get your designs in um, to be considered for the finisher shirt. And I hit him up. I hit a text him. Hey, Mike, hey, they, you, you need to get your design in. It's going to be this. And he hits me back with his design like, dude, already done, already finished, already ready to go. So once again, congratulations, Mike, for becoming a finalist. And I'm going to congratulate you again when your design is on the finisher shirt for the Peachtree Road Race. So there's a little film that I'm recommending that everybody go check out. And it's not Black Panther, even though I do recommend that you go check that out as well. But it's on YouTube and it looks like it's sponsored by the REI store called How to Run 100 Miles. It looks like it is actually produced by a gentleman named Brandon Leonard. And it is a documentary of he himself and his friend Jason Syme, S-I-M-E, is how you spell his last name, as they prepare to run the uh, Run Rabbit Run 100. It's a 102.9 mile ultra marathon with 20,000 feet of elevation. Um, and basically the documentary is about their time leading up, the six months leading up to the race. It's really interesting, even though Brandon actually is producing it. He seems, I think, um, for his credit, he is some form of filmmaker. Um, it is mostly keyed in on his friend Jason and the kind of hard life that Jason's lived. Like, you know, I think his dad left and, you know, he had ADHD when he was a kid and, you know, learning disabilities and all kinds of other things that he went to to make it to where he is as an adult, you know, graduated from college. Um, I, I want to say he uh, works on congressional campaigns uh, for his job, something political. And um, the reason they ended up doing this is because it, Jason keeps talking about doing this 100 miler. They're both basically runners, but not like super serious runners. And, you know, it's all about finishing because with ultras, it is about time because you have so many cutoffs that you have to hit um, or you, you, you know, they just stop you from running. Um, and it's all about trying to finish this 100 miles before the cutoff. So you can just Google it. It's called How to Run 100 Miles, um, REI, uh, the store, um, the, the, you know, will, the outdoor store is the one that's actually, you know, kind of advertising. And I'm sure they're the ones that, uh, you know, pretty much paid to have this film made. But it's on YouTube. It's a great watch. It's about... It's less than like 45 minutes long, but it's really interesting, especially if you're thinking about running an ultra. But it's really interesting, not just from the running standpoint, but also, you know, looking at this guy, Jason, what he's been through in his life and how he has turned it all around. And he kind of uses those things that he's had to go through in life to finish this hundred mile um, ultra marathon. So I've had my guest on hold for way too long. Let me check and see. Is the light green? Yes, it is. So let me bring him on now. And we're back with Shut Up, Tommy. And today I got the lion himself, the anchor for the Wakanda Olympic team, Mark Monroe. How you doing today, Mark? Good, good. What about yourself, big dog? I'm doing great. I I'm glad to have you on here today, Mark. Um, I definitely want to talk to Tommy Daniels. He was our leadoff man. I talked to him last week. So this the week cheetah. we're talking to the anchor. The, yeah, we talked to the cheetah. Today we're talking to the lion. Now, like I do on all my shows, uh, with anybody I'm talking to, this is a running podcast. 
tell us a little bit about how you got into your running journey. When did you actually get into running? Like, were you a, a high school track star, or did you run in college, or did you just kind of get it in, get into it later in life? Well, I, I more so played basketball in high school. However, my coach, he made us run track, and he made us play uh, run cross country. So uh, it's one of those things you got into, and I fell off, went to Michigan State, and just start. I just started living, you know, doing my thing, focusing on education and just playing all kinds of sports. And uh, So I really didn't get into running until about right around 08. But before that, I did like the big, you know, the Peachtree Road Race and Simple Races like that. But in 08, when my wife had my uh, my, my firstborn, I was on a call, a conference call, and uh, my boss had uh, just ran the Vegas Marathon. And uh, he was like, uh, yeah, I just ran a marathon. I'm like, well, anybody can do that. And he heard me on the call, and he said, <laughs> he said, uh, who was that, Monroe? I was like, yeah. So he kind of challenged me to uh, running. And then, lo and behold, after that, I was in New York for like two and a half years working on the projects, and uh, I just started running. I picked up running from there. Okay, so like 08 is basically when you really started Around getting into 08. Yeah, 08, into really distance running. Yeah. Now, I know um, – you run with Black Men Run too. I see you represent them. When did you start running with them? Well, I, didn't, uh, I guess about what four or five years ago when they initially got started. About a year or so after they got started, you know, because okay. before that it was kind of it was ghost town. You know, I was uh, my job was like eighty percent travel for work, so I was on the on the road every city. And I just grab my shoes and just and just go. And it was really nobody out out there that really looked like me, so it was a little different. But uh, it was funny, New York. I mean, I can go outside like 10 o'clock at night, and I see a ton of folks. You know, I see, you know, just folks just going hard, getting it in. I just I just felt in love with it, you know. No matter what state I was in, I, I was going to find me some pavement. Now, um, what races are you looking forward to doing this year, 20, 2018? Well, this year, uh, well, I got two marathons. Uh, people call me crazy. But uh, I got D.C. Rock and Roll, March the 10th, and then I got uh, Publix. Uh, right after that, so I got two fulls back to back. So those are my uh, my two target races right now. Wow, are you running Peace Tree? Yeah, I'm gonna do Peace Tree. You know, Peace Tree, I'll probably sign up late, and uh, I'll do some more halves and a uh, couple more uh, 10ks and 5ks. And I just want to work on my speed this year. Once I get past these marathons, I tell you, this, this marathon training is to me is worse than the race. It is. But you get past the training, you know, you can handle it. I mean, you were out there with me in Savannah, so you, you know how it is. Yes, indeed. I definitely do. And if anybody ever sees this young man at a marathon, go run with him. This is the best person I've ever run with in a marathon. Because, <laughs> honestly, Mark, running with you, I didn't even realize we were halfway done. By the time I really looked up and really started getting into it, we were halfway done with the marathon. I was like, yes, yeah, this, is, this is what I need to run with every single time. Because we talked about every damn thing. We waved yeah. at people, hollered at the brothers and the sisters. Waved at people. You talk about life. <laughs> it, it gets your mind off of it when you actually got somebody to talk to, you know. And you, you kind of like zone out. And you're not focusing exactly. on the miles. You're not counting, okay, well, I'm at 8, I'm at 9, I'm at 10. And you're kind of taking the city in, too. And uh, I tell you, having my family, my family out there is a plus. Me and my wife and the, and the two boys. That's my little boost right there, and that's what keeps me going. Heck, yeah. I was like, this brother got his own little pit crew. Let me tell you something. Heather don't know what she's about to get into because I'm about to have <laughs> me a pit crew. I was like, dang. I was like, uh-uh. when I got done with Savannah, I was like, ma'am, Mark's wife and kids were there handing him nutrition and stuff. Where you at? 
Hey, for a fool, you have to have it because let's just be honest. Yeah. After you hit like what mile thirteen, or it's nobody out there. It's just you and the pavement, exactly. man. A few people exactly. cheering here and there, especially publics. I mean, once you make the split, it's just it's just you out there, really. So it's good to have support. I, I got to give you much credit if you run in publics again, brother. Because I ain't gonna lie, I'm I am one and done. With that public marathon, I, 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 I'm looking for the flattest marathons I can find from here on out. I said that, Tommy, but I guess I, I got caught up in the hype again. You know, I was like, well, I'm doing D.C., so I guess I can do public. So I already be in marathon shape. So what's another marathon? So. Hey, I always say you and Regina Barnett are the hardest working runners I know. Y'all some tough ass runners. So I, I give you, I give you much credit. To, to jump back into that one. And like you said, I guess once you train for one marathon, you already in shape. You might as well go ahead and hit that second one real quick as well. Yeah, get it out the way. And after that, I, I'm retiring from marathons for a little while. After this one. You don't let it go? Do you have any, any, dreams, any dreams of running Boston one day? Yeah, one day in a few more years, man, when I get my time down to, uh, what, 325. So that would be at, what, age 50. <laughs> so I yeah, guess I yeah, that's three. Five. Yeah, yeah, three. Because that's that's where I am right now. I think it's three twenty actually to get in. I think you got to do it. Maybe it is three twenty five. I got to look. It was somewhere I around. I think there. I'm another year or so. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. Now I'll let you the get main... the first, and I'll follow suit. <laughs> you follow suit. All right, yeah. all right. Um, now picking you for the Wakanda Olympic team was easy. Um, when I was looking for someone to to run, because um, you needed five people. You were one of the first people that I thought of. Now, initially, um, before I got injured, I was going to run the anchor. Um, but right, after getting right. injured, I knew I, there was no way I was going to be able to, to, to bring us in the way we needed to be brought in. Um, tell us a little bit about your day, um, being the anchor of the uh, marathon. And tell us a little bit about your experience in Birmingham and in the um, Mercedes-Benz Relay Marathon Relay overall. Hey, well, first of all, I'd like to appreciate you for giving me that call, man, and uh, calling me to run with you. It was an honor, you know, just running with you at the marathon hours. I know you had positive vibes and everything, so it was really cool. And because uh, I wasn't planning on running the anchor, but once uh, I know you about your situation, I stepped up. I said, hey, it's it's a great experience to bring everybody in. And uh, just going to Birmingham, you know, we first got there. The forecast was what eighty ninety percent rain. I'm like not again because I had just did a hot chocolate race the week before and it rained the entire race, so I wasn't ready to experience that again. But uh, the experience was nice and we was kind of confused that morning because we were looking at, like okay what bus do we go me and Tommy and, and Buddy was like okay what bus do we get on, so we kept looking and looking and we we saw you and we hopped on. Uh, but just getting to that waiting station, that was that was a pain, to be honest, because I was the fifth leg. And when you're the fifth leg, you're there at 6.30 in the morning, you're not running for another three hours. You're just sitting and waiting. You're, you see everybody come in. I, I saw the cheetah come in, gave him his hydration. I sat and chilled. It rained. I got warmed up again. I think I, think I ran about four or five miles just trying to stay warm, you know, and uh, – and, and then it's, it's that weight because, you know, you see everybody else going off. And then I saw Roy take off the last time. And I was like, okay, Tommy got to be coming up. He got to be coming. So I was sitting there waiting. I'm like, I can't let these guys down, man. I got to catch somebody. And then I remember just looking at Tommy uh, Daniels when he came in. And I can saw he put a, he left it all out there. 
you know, he was dehydrated. He was just there. But I felt like he went so hard. I said, I can't let these guys down. So I just went out there and pushed it, man, and uh, gave it all my my all. And I was like, man, I saw you guys at the end. I was like, okay, I got a little more in. So let's just keep pushing through. And uh saw you guys at the finish line, and man, it, it was nice coming through. But it it really felt good being a part of a team, you know, you know, holding each other accountable. Because we run so much out there solo, and, you know, when you're running a marathon or a half by yourself, you can say, ah, oh, I can, I can kick back, you know. But when you got some guys out there waiting for you, depending on you, you know, it's going to make you try a little harder and push a little, dig a little deeper. And that's what I felt out there, man. It was a nice feeling. And, yeah, that's exactly what I felt as well. You know, even being injured, I knew I wasn't 100%. And, I, I honestly, the, the training runs that I had done leading up to it, um, I was running in the, like, the high eight. And I was like, if I could just keep this in, in you know, in the low eight, middle eight, I, I'd be happy. So I actually think I did better than I thought I would, um, considering, you know, we had a little mix-up uh, at the beginning where I was at the wrong, <laughs> at the wrong station. <laughs> I was at the wrong station. I mean, you, and you just up having to run taking a... pictures. I'm like, I'm like dude, I'm why are you in just walk up like, we're like, buddy, exactly like, we're what like, are you wait, doing wait, here, what? man? <laughs> <laughs> we're getting clowned. The Venom's clowning us. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so sick of those Venom, man. And we almost caught one of them teams, man, I tell you. Yeah, that. yes, indeedy. But it was fun, and I was saying, like, um, as far as the camaraderie, not just with our team, the Wakanda Olympic team, with the Venom as well, you know, just clowning, having a good time, was, talking junk back was, and man. forth. But it's all in good fun, but we still coming for them Venoms, though. The oh, Venoms. yeah, we taking those guys yeah, out, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of those teams going down, I tell you that. Now, um, we ended up coming in fifth uh, overall out of uh, 40 – I want to say it was 43 teams, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 40-something so, teams. Yeah, 40-something teams. So I think we, we did pretty good. But that's only the tip of the iceberg for the Wakanda Olympic yeah. team. We got we got more plans coming. I, I think that was really good for our first time. We, we never trained together, for one. And, uh, you know, Buddy stepped up at the last minute. You know, so that, I think that was impressive just – for a last-minute, you know, five-man team. So I think next year, next time, we'll be more prepared, you know. And uh, we'll take somebody out, man. I'll tell you that. Yes, most, most definitely. Look for us. My at, training uh, was, was kind of different, Tommy, because I'm in marathon training. So I haven't really been doing much speed work. I've just been focusing on miles and miles, you know, just logging these miles. And I do speed work one day a week. So yeah, having to switch over to speed work. How long was? How many miles was that last? The last leg? It was like seven point two or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody kept saying it was flat. Oh, the first two miles was all hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's the yeah, flat? I, I, I don't think there is any flat because that's what they kept saying about the one that leg that I was supposed to run. They was like, oh yeah, it's supposed to be flat. Man, that jug was hilly as hell. I was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. And being from Atlanta, you know, if we say the hills, there must be hills. Yeah, it's hills. It's hills. We used to hills, but, you know, I, I slept on those first two, but I tried to smash them, i tell you that. That's good. Well, you brought it in strong uh, at the end uh, when you were coming in. You, I mean, we tried to keep up with you to run in together, but you were going so fast, we couldn't even keep up, <laughs> keep up with you. <laughs> I was trying to catch that guy in front of me. I was like, I got to pass somebody else, man, going in. Yeah, I hear you. That's what I was doing on mine. I, I, I think I got about four kills. Um, I think five, but I, one guy passed me back, so I had I said I got four kills all together uh, on mine. 
But we we're gonna look to take the Wakanda Olympic team on the road. Maybe maybe we'll hit a Ragnar. We definitely gonna do a couple of more uh relays and definitely Mark, we, we definitely want you with us. Um oh, yeah. as the I'll be there. I'll be there, man. You know, the lion gonna represent, you know that. Speaking of Wakanda, I mean and, and you know, just let everybody know, we ain't trying to bite off the Black Panther movie or anything like that. It's just something that right. just kinda came to us. But speaking of Wakanda, have have you had a chance to see Black Panther? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. My wife and I, we went on on Friday. What What was your overall thought of the movie? And 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 if you want to talk about it from you know the actual movie, like critique it, good or bad, or if you just want to talk about what the movie means to being made, that sort of thing. What was your thoughts on the movie? I think it was a good movie, man. I I, I was impressed with the movie. I mean, just seeing all black cast. To me, had you know some serious points, a little comedy in there, uh, with some of the different tribes in the Wakanda. And uh but overall it was nice. It was nice, it was informative. The cast did a great job, you know. It was one of those those movies had you on your on your heels, you know, and just uh it was one of those things I just I enjoyed it. I mean, I looked over at the wife, we both enjoyed it, you know. At the end everybody got up and we clapped and I was impressed with the all overall performance of the actors, man. And the and the, yeah, and the villain. You. The villain was yeah. kinda cool. Uh, M- Michael Jordan, you know. I kind of like yeah. his role, you know. Well, he was a beast. I honestly, in my opinion, him and the and and anybody who's listening to this who don't want any spoilers, you can fast forward through this part of the <laughs> podcast. I'm trying to but hold back Michael, and not tell everybody everything. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael B. Jordan, who plays Killmonger, um, in the film, to me, he acted his ass off. I thought he played. He did such a good job portraying that character. Also, I like the character of the um, one of the only you know white guys in the film, not oh, yeah, the CIA yeah, guy, yeah. but the uh, the villain, dude. Oh yeah, he played the big that. guy. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, him. yeah, he played the hell out of that villain role um, up until you know they they captain, but he played the hell out of that villain role. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I really I really liked him. I thought the movie was good. I didn't think it was great. Now, are now are you a, a Marvel Universe person? Are you like a superhero movie watching type of guy, or were you yeah, just watching like, because like it was a Black Panther movie? No, I like my superhero movies. I mean, I, I grew up watching these and reading comic books, and that's what's different now. You don't see it a lot, so I'm trying to turn my sons into that. You know, because they love watching superhero movies and cartoons and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a big superhero fan. I, I kind of thought with the the storyline that they brought in, I kind of think that people who aren't into like, because I'm like I'm ready to see the next Marvel Universe movie. I'm ready to see Infinity War. I saw all the right. Iron Man's. You know, I watched Thor, all that. But I think people who really aren't into that side of it probably will enjoy Black Panther more, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. the Black Panther story was out. To me, it was outside of that whole superhero thing. It had such deeper meaning, the storyline that they portrayed. Uh, I think people who are not big superhero fans will enjoy it more than, like, people who are actually going to see more of the, the Marvel Universe and, right. that, you know, Iron Man kind of stuff. Yeah, because some people probably expect to see more t- Jessica Lee type, you know, with Superman and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it was more to it than that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely gave a message. I'm hoping that because I'm I'm a type of dude I, I'm you know I'm really happy the movie got made I'm glad it's breaking records 
I'm glad, you know, Michael B. Jordan did so great. I'm glad that, um, you know, the gentleman, and I'm sorry I don't remember his name, the guy that played, you know, Black Panther and, you know, all the other people in it did such a good job. But I'm the type of person, like, you know, y'all got to understand, this is entertainment. There is no such country as Wakanda. There is no <laughs> country in Africa that has all this technology. But a movie like this, I'm hoping that, not you know, kids, like your kids, you know, teenagers, college-age kids, look at these movies and go, okay, Michael B. Jordan, great actor. Maybe I want to be an actor. Or right. the technology that they're, you know, that, you know, in this fictional country of Wakanda, all this technology that they go, you know what, I want to be an inventor. I want to be somebody that makes things and, you know, they take that from it. Or they want right. to be a director like so they can, exactly, like they see that, you know, see that and go, you know what, I want to be that type of person that makes things mm-hmm. and figures things out and, and brings new technologies to the world. I'm hoping that's what a lot of us, you know, get get out of that movie, actually. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm going to go again tomorrow and take my son. So I'm very interested to see how how their feedback is and how much they enjoy it. Because my sons are they, they love this kind of stuff. So, Mark, really glad that you were able to take time to speak with us. Now, did you have anything else or anything else you want to put out there? Whatever in in the running community, anything you want to say to the rest of the running community today? No, just uh, I appreciate all the support the running community have gave given me and my family. You know, every time I'm out there racing. Or posts and folks always throwing positive vibes. I just want to keep them positive vibes going and uh and just keep keep grinding out there, you know. And uh, hey, it don't it don't matter how fast or slow you are or what kind of shape, just put one foot in front of the other and you know try to eat better, eat cleaner, and exercise, and everybody can reach their goals. Just just try a little harder. That's all you got to do. And well, uh, definitely just send Mark, my love, um, send my love to my fam. You know, of course. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, Mark, I know they love you because you are a fixture in the Atlanta running community. Even before I knew who you were, every time I turned around, there he was. I was like, who is this, who this cat? <laughs> they hey, keep, man, hollering, like keep hollering about Michigan State. Who this cat? <laughs> hey, hey uh, I'm going to put this out there on your, on your, on your podcast, Tom. I mean, uh, Tommy. Michigan State National Champions this year, 2018. What, uh, in volleyball? What are they gonna be? Basketball, man. Basketball, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> predicting this, man. Okay. I'm putting it out there right now, dude. Dude, you know, you know, college basketball, the regular season don't mean nothing. You know that, right? It is all about that sixty-four. It's all about that sixty-four. I got a feeling right now. So I'm in my in my left bone saying something right now. <laughs> That's good to hear. Now, Mark, at the end of all my shows, you know the show's called Shut Up, Tommy. All my guests. Got to give me their best shut up, Tommy. You heard Philip yelling "shut up, Tommy" at me at the race, so you know what I'm talking about. So oh, let me drink a stick of water then. <laughs> oh, you got? Oh, it was water. I was about to say, what you drinking? Because you know, I know Mark. You don't let a race get in the way of a good time. I know that's right. But I can't anyway, do that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, on three, give me your best shut up, Tommy. One, two, three. Shut up, Tommy. Can't stand you sometimes. Sick of you, man. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mark. I do appreciate it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the lion, the anchor for the Wakanda Olympic team, Mark Monroe. You have a good evening, brother. You too, bro. Be easy. Thanks again, Mark, for taking time out of your day to speak with us. 
the whole experience with the Wakanda Olympic team, the relay team, was great. It, it did exactly what I wanted it to do. I think it built a camaraderie between me and the other guys, like Mark was saying in his interview. When you're out there running by yourself, you can pull back. You can say, you know what, I'm going to take it easy. I'm not going to push that hard. You know what, if I don't you know, get a certain time or a PR, that's fine. It's on me. But when you're running for someone else, there's a different feeling. And that's exactly what I wanted. One of the main reasons I wanted to try to start this podcast was from reading books. And I've talked about this before, about a book I read about um, a British runner who went to Japan to run in the the Japanese Ekiden uh, relays and the way he talked about the relay teams and how how much camaraderie and the teamwork that they did and how important it was to each one of them to do well for the other runners really made me want to put together this relay team and I'm really happy that I did and just to let you know it's not a one and done for us the Wakanda Olympic team you be looking for us because we're gonna be out there at different relays and and uh, different events. Um, whenever we, we can get together and get us all together to run. Um, if you want to be a part of the Wakanda Olympic team, hit me up. We're always looking for new members. But trust me, our goal is to win. We're not out there just for fun. It is to win. It's to place. It's to win some awards. And, and that's what we plan on doing. So once again, guys, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate people taking out a time of their day to listen to the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Um, one quick other thing um, coming up this weekend on the 25th of February is the Tokyo um, World Major, the Tokyo Marathon. Um, Wilson Kipsing is running in it. I think he won it last year, actually. I, I don't have any notes in front of me. I'm just kind of talking off the top of my head, but um, he's going to be running it again this year. So it is going to be on on Sunday. It's actually taking place on Sunday, the 25th in Japan, but on the East Coast here in Atlanta, um, it is going to be on at about 7, 7 p.m. on Saturday night, if I'm not mistaken. I'm thinking about trying to find a bar that might have it on TV or if they're going to be showing it, and I might, you know, you know, hit something on my Facebook and tell people to come out and hang out and we watch it. Maybe one few times that we can actually watch a marathon all together, kind of like a fight party. Uh, thing maybe at a bar or something like that so keep looking out for that I'm not positive yet of what I'm going to do but hopefully I can but once again thanks for tuning in if you ever have any feedback or want to talk to me about anything feel free to DM me on my Instagram at tmitch68 or at Shut Up Tommy podcast um, on Instagram as well as on my Facebook page um, you can always email me at uh, shutuptommypodcast at gmail.com with any comments as well or ideas or things that you want to hear about Y'all have a great week of running, and I'll talk to you soon.